But now um, we're going to transition right now into you, Professor Raja, as we have the focus, have you had the floor um, and have this opportunity to learn more about you and, um, you know, things you like to do, uh, you know, personal things, even stuff outside of cyber coffee premises. We got to make sure we get that into, <laughs> but, um, but no, I, I guess first I'll, I'll start off. Um, I, I, I know given, given your, your teaching background, I, I guess what, what was your, um, I guess what, what, what got you started, uh, into teaching as pertains to within uh, cybersecurity? Um, what was the, I guess maybe some motivating factors for that? Oh, yeah. So, um, okay. So how did I got into cyber? At, at that time, it was called InfoSec, right? Um, our company, the company I was working for, right? They ordered these firewalls. There's a new, new firewall that came out that was revolutionary at that time, right? It was right. called Checkpoint. And so they, and Checkpoint would come on these Nokia boxes because Checkpoint at that time didn't have hardware. So you can, you can literally install it on a server, right? But, but it was installed on these like Nokia 1U kind of router, firewall server kind of thing, right? It looked like a 1U rack server. So they came in, they ordered 10 of them, and they said, who, I was in networking, and they said, so they figured it was networking. They say, who wants to configure this? I'm like, you know, this firewall. First of all, we was like, what's a firewall? Because at that time, Cisco had what is called the access control list. So there was no real, that word firewall didn't even exist, right? It was called a, a ACL. Uh, you could figure that on on a Cisco router. Uh, so then um, so I said, okay, I'll do it, right? And then my friend, he was working at a school, and they was and and they needed to run a checkpoint school, a checkpoint class, and the instructor got sick. So my so my buddy I knew you know knew for years said, hey. Why don't you know Checkpoint? Why don't you come teach that class? I'm like, what? I like, I never taught in my life. Like, right? Yeah. So I'm like, what? He said, no, no, no. I'll I'll show you how to do it. So so we spent nights in his basement. We went over the slides and everything. And he said, don't worry, I'll be in a class with you. Right? So my first class, I was teaching. He was there. Five minutes, he gone. After oh, wow. everybody made the instructions and everything, he left. I was just there like, uh, he's like, he's like, you on your own. I guess, I guess I go over the slides. I don't know. <laughs> you know, right. So I know my first class was the worst. I know they, they wanted their money back probably, but then, um, but I loved it. I loved that the students reached out to me later and said, Hey man, thank you for teaching me that you really helped me in this. And I really love that. And I got more into teaching. That's how I got into teaching. Right. Wow. Um, so, it was, so it was more like, like trial by fire. I mean, I know, you, you know, you were nervous, apprehensive at first, but I mean, I, you know, going through it and, and also getting that, that feedback, that positive feedback to say, Hey, you know, I really enjoyed the way, you know, the way you ran the class and, and I would assume that gave you the encouragement to say, okay, and there's something I can continue to do this. Right, right. And I was like, my PhD is not in cyber. Well, they didn't have PhDs in cyber then. I wish they did. I, I would have. <laughs> I wasted my time. 
I'm the opposite. I don't think I don't think I'll be doing a PhD in cyber, but I think I think I think I'm the opposite. I want I think the value of seeing somebody in industry teaching a class is a lot higher too, right? Like the, to your point, your first class might not have been the greatest or whatever you wanted to, but I think it, I think you, the fact that you were doing a job in networking and then you leveled up while oh, yeah. the students students were leveling up, I think that's a great. That's a great segue to like, like probably where you, where you, where you are today, right? Like how, 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 how much of an impact do you think that had for people who knew, took that class and are also in industry today, you know, like, or also might be somewhere else because of that first initial class, seeing somebody in industry teaching for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, well, I was, I was teaching professionals, so, okay. you know, they industry. was already industry. Got yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We was teaching professionals at a college level. And um, so, yeah, so, you know, I wish I could have my PhD in cyber, but it wasn't there. I got it in finance, right? Um, okay. Yeah. But, you know, one, one thing about a PhD doctor, you know, you ain't going for another one. You could talk a lot of crap, <laughs> but you know you ain't going for another PhD. That's it. It's nah. done. Right? Yeah. So, you know, I'm struggling with that. I would love to get a PhD in cyber just to say I have it. I have the experience and the knowledge, but just to say, you know, hey, I got this, but PhD is a lot of work. People don't yeah. know. It's years of work, man, and research. Yeah. Now, where are some of the different universities you've, you've taught at? Oh, yeah. I taught at uh, Rutgers, NYU. I'm from New York, so I taught at Rutgers, NYU. Uh, I taught at Temple. Um, nice yeah. Work. Now what I want to do is teach at an HBCU. I, I'm from up north, so we never. Right. What is that? Like there's. Yeah, right. <laughs> there's I, just, I know. I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, so I said, you know what? I want to. I want to teach at one. I want to be a professor at one of those. So. I I, th I think um and so so even to that that recently there is one that established in New York um called uh, Megger oh. Evers um so that was a fairly new one or Me HBCU. Evers, oh they yeah. just got oh, oh yeah. okay because it's like Megger Evers wasn't when I was a kid right <laughs> but that's no no good. yeah it it is fairly new um so I I think that's encouraging to see more HBCUs being developed yeah. and you know oh definitely, that's great. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, um, so as far as like, uh, your, your LinkedIn presence, which you have a, 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 a strong presence, by the way, even that's, I think that's how we got, got, got connected. Um, uh -huh. but, but I know some of the things that you currently do, um, I know you did some work with, uh, Kevin Foster. Uh, uh, can you speak a mm -hmm. little bit about that? Yeah. Me and uh, Kevin. So I teach these workshops, you know, I want to, I, I want to increase the diversity numbers. Right. I work at a company and I, I don't want to mention the company because, you know, I don't want them to get credit or any right. free advertisement over me. Yeah, they got to cut the check first. Right. right. Check. <laughs> I'll pull, pull up the duffel bag, put it, leave it outside. And then I'll, I'll, I'll mention them. But yeah, so um, I, I work at a major software company and the diversity number is 5%. 5% out of you know, and they have a workforce of over 200,000. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that that's, to me, that's almost criminal, the numbers, right? It's like something's going on. Conspiracy theory level, all, all right? right. So, 
So, you know, I set up, I said, let me, you know, use my skill and my experience to find out what is going on, right? What is the barriers on our side? So I can remove those barriers. And I found out the barriers of skills, of course, right? Um, um, not, uh, not understanding the industry, right? So our community doesn't understand the cyber. There's no cyber posters and billboards in the hood. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to double back on that for a second. There is no access to, I, had, I, I have to say, there is no access to that information in, in the hood, right? They need to see, yeah, they need to see us or they need, like this, the folks on this show, or they need to see a particular pipeline, like us becoming the leaders in those institutions, right? Because right. if I'm exactly. not a hiring manager, it's easy for me to say as, as a cybersecurity engineer that like there's no access, right? But if I'm a hiring manager, a director, program lead, VP, and I'm speaking to myself too. I'm just I'm going full circle on the double back, right? That's how we show them that you know from in Mount Vernon, for example, New York, where we're from, uh, to to Baltimore, to whatever epicenter you want to pick, that it is, there is a streamlined way into this particular field. Because that's again, I had to devise that myself over twenty some odd years, right? So now that I'm here, I'm 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 stepping my game up too. I'm saying to myself, we got to be able to have that access to um, the organization and leadership in that organization. So can you right. speak to that? Can you speak to that for a little bit? Oh, and then also too, like you were saying about that also in the high schools, there, there's no introduction of cyber or IT in the high schools right. either. And that's where it starts. How do you know what you want to do? Usually in high school, they say, hey, you want to do this? You want to do that? Right. Career counselor. Right. And well, you know, of course, you can't count my high school. I'm old. Right? We didn't even have computers in our high school, but, you know, but, but my, you know, I can tell you my daughter's high school and stuff, they didn't introduce cyber to her. Right. Wow. Right. The only way she knew about cyber because I'm in cyber, but they didn't introduce that to her. They didn't take her on a field trip to, to Red Hat or IBM or Google or, you know, so, right. um, you know, that is what's missing. So I want to bring that to the hood, bring the awareness, bring the skills, bring, and, and also too, um, when you coming from a blue collar job, you know, retail, food service, trucking, nail salon, beauty services, I guess they call, you're not, you don't understand about corporate et etiquette. You don't know what an email is. You don't know, I mean, you don't know how to right. send a corporate email. You don't know how right. to work in a corporate team, right? You don't understand what a project is. So, you know, those skills have to be taught too. You know, how do you present your findings or report to to your management or maybe to executives? Right? How do you do that? Right? Those so those things I'm I'm bringing um by doing workshops, you know, remote, they're free. Um, you know, and I have a Discord with all the resources. So you know, I'm trying to join forces with other African-Americans like Joseph, uh, um, you know, and you guys to for us to show a community, to show that we're in here. That's another right. thing, too. I mean, do we I mean, how many black PhDs do y'all know? Like, do regular people know? 
They know black drug dealers and criminals and, you know, but how many PhDs do they know, right? So I'm trying to bring that, you know, show that black excellence, right? Especially in the cyber field. Absolutely. So, so as you talk about, I know one of the things um, when we talk about your intro that, you know, you love going to conferences. Uh, so maybe yes. you just talk about, you know, maybe a couple of notable ones that you've seen or that you've been to. Um, you could talk about a bit. Oh, yeah. I, I could talk about the big ones. Red, um, uh, RSA, Black Hat, right? I'm, I'm going to RSA uh, in a couple of months. But, but, but the real conferences that you could really, really learn from experts in an intimate environment is B-Sides. Yes, sir, right? I agree. I'm, 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 I'm organizing for a couple of B-Sides. One is B-Sides Charm, right? So, you know, offline, I want to talk to you guys, uh, seeing if we could do something there, right? Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, but what, what B-Sides is, is the same people that talk and present at RSAC or these big cybersecurity conferences of 40, 50,000 people, right? Also talk at B-Sides, right? So the the same people that write the books and, you know, write the policies and all that stuff, they are at B-Sides, right? So, you know, um, and that's a good way for especially newbies to get introduced into the community. the, the, The cybersecurity, we're we're a community, right? Right. A, a, a real close community. So that's so, what I do. So so instead of me just being a participant, I'm an organizer. Also. No, I think that's amazing. Um. So with with all of that, you know, what, what does Professor Roger do to to unwind, to decompress when you're not going to B size, when you're not doing the the, the the Professor Roger Cyber Lounge? Like, what what are you doing in in your off time, in your personal time, just to like I said, to get away from that, to recharge the batteries? Like, uh, what are some of the favorite things you like to do? Go to sports. I'm going to the Pro Bowl oh, this weekend. Okay. Nice. Oh, okay. Nice. Next ne- next weekend. Yeah. Right. Go to the Pro Bowl. Um, so it was travel and mm. stuff like that. Right. Um, yeah, I, and I think when, when we spoke last year, I think you said you mentioned you went you went to Africa as part of you know yeah, one of the spots. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I went to Africa. Um, how was that journey? Can you speak to that a little bit? How how was that journey going to? Yeah, Africa, Africa was like very eye opening. Right, because here we always considered second class, right? Well, not we always considered, we are second class. We're treated bad here. We're treated as second class citizens here, right? Right. When you go to Africa, that it's like something lifts off you. It's like a, a gorilla's off your back, right? And you just feel, you feel the sun. First of all, the sun is everywhere. You go under the couch or under the bed, the sun is there. Hey, <laughs> the sun is everywhere there, which which is amazing that they don't have solar. They should have solar wow. everywhere. Like they, there should be no le- electricity bill in Africa. That's how powerful right. the sun is, right? The sun is like 12 hours of sun, right? right. In Africa, right? But, um, you know, um, but it's, it's, it's good just to see like, Something in you knows you belong here, right? Mm-hmm. 
you you know they could say this is not our you know Africa is not our homeland or whatever. But when you get there, you feel it like, oh wait, this is my homeland, right? Right. You might not know nothing about it, but you feel it. it it's a good feeling, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's beautiful. It's not what we're told in the news or the press. There's no huts, right? There's beautiful cities, uh, you know, with, um, you know, nature is beautiful. I mean, there's animals and birds and stuff. I mean, at night you hear these sounds. You're like, what the hell is that? (laughs) It's like you hear these crazy sounds, right? (laughs) Right? It's it's beautiful. Africa is beautiful. So um, I mean, I've been to um, Tanzania. It was a beautiful Tanzania. country. Tanzania. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. Um, so, so I understand you you like drones. Uh-oh, yeah, yeah. Drones. I'm trying to get into drones. The, <laughs> yeah. The funny thing about drones, you spend all this money, right? Five, six hundred dollars to get a good drone, right? Right. Uh, I got a, a DJI uh, drone, right? Not, not not a high powered one, just the middle of the road one, and I was like close to a thousand. And then when you fly it, you're scared because if you crash this, like if you lose oh, yeah. the drone, oh, because the drone is up like hundreds of feet, right? Right? Uh, you can barely even see it. So yeah, that's the only thing funny about drones. But yeah, I, I love it, man. It's great. Do you it's have to be licensed for the DJI? No, no, for just below the ones that you need to be licensed for, right? And, and why? And why that particular drone? Did you like that? Like, did you do you consider? Would you consider building your own, or how does that work? Like, why DJI? Oh, no, no, that drone on uh, DJI company, yeah. right? It's is real good, especially for beginners. Right? Yeah, I'm aware. They make I'm aware. Yeah. they make excellent drones because you could buy a forty dollar drone, and that's exactly what you're going to get. Forty dollars worth of drone, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But you know, but you know, for for you to be able to do anything worthwhile and have a good camp, a good camera, and you know, you need a you need a, a decent drone. Have you seen the drone racing league videos? Have you seen? Yeah, those? Yeah. I've been thinking. I've been thinking about that for years. Like, <laughs> well, we should, yeah, we, should yeah. we should partner up on that and see see if we can okay, race yeah. the league. Nice. Yeah, I'm still I'm I'm still learning how to fly it up and down, <laughs> how to land a drone. You know, what I'm saying, but yeah, it's great. Um, when when it comes to coffee, what's your, what's your daily drive? Well, first, do, do you even like coffee? And and if so, like, what's your yeah. daily driver? My my wife drinks coffee, so I drink it. But I'm not a coffee connoisseur, like you know. Ah, not yet. Um, you know, I can't. <laughs> You know, between the summer solstice, you know, right, but, right. You know, in a full moon, it's the best coffee beans. No, I can't say that. Right. So you're more like a, so you say like a tea drinker, or, or you just I like tea too, but I'm not like a, you know, really into it. I drink it, but you yeah. know, I, I drink anything. It's not like I, you know, have a real favorite. Coffee. Gotcha. gotcha. How about you? Um, me myself. Um, so, well, you already know. I mean, coffee's in it's in the name of the show. Yes. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. The fuel. it's the fuel. But, yeah, from my 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 daily driver is uh, an americano. 
Um, yeah, so if I'm going to like a, oh. I, I do like to support like local coffee shops as opposed to like the big like Dunkin' or like Starbucks. You know, or Starbucks. Yeah, th- th- those are more like if I'm in a pinch or and somewhere unfamiliar, then because you always you always going to see Starbucks and Dunkin', you know, wherever you go. But right. trying to find the uh, the mom and pop, you know, some good like mom and pop uh, coffee shops. Um, I, I try to find those. Cause I think they put more effort into it. But yeah, but yeah, I, I go for like a an Americano. Um, any time, time I'll yeah, I might treat myself to a latte, but th- that's not every day. Um, for one, it's too expensive, and I, I don't like a lot of foolishness in my coffee. That you know, yeah, you know yeah, cream yeah, and sugar. I, I always go black. So, <laughs> but uh, uh, Alfredo, I know Alfredo has a crazy coffee order. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, you I'm, love coffee. Tra- oh yeah, I'm I'm the one that's tracking the moon, the wind speed. I actually have a. <laughs> I have a dedicated uh, latte machine that I haven't even unpacked yet, but my go-to now, I'm trying to get out to a shop called Zeke's, uh, Zeke's Coffee out in Towson, Maryland. Mm. They're, they're pretty, I'm trying, I haven't been over there in a minute, but I usually stop by them. There's also another uh, brand. I used yeah, like Joseph, I also try to figure out my limit with different uh, local breweries. You know, so where I used to live, there was one called Blanchard's. Um, they had something called Dark as Dark. And so I would try, I'm trying to incorporate that now into making my own espresso or latte now. I'm not, okay. I'm not, I'm not there yet, but I am tracking on. I'm one of those guys you're talking about, like until I get it right, the right exact temperature, the right milk froth, whatever. <laughs> yes. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna open even open the machine. I'm sitting here like with the manual trying to figure it out. Uh, and then my go-to is either triple or quad shot americano, and I do put like um, three sugars in the raw, in it, just three sugars in the raw. You know, um, and that's my go-to. Even if I go to Starbucks, like I, I just, I just dial into that, and I'm and anywhere else I try to find you know, the equivalent, you know. <laughs> right. Have you guys ever tried French press? Yes. I have yes. two. I own two yeah. right now. I have the Bompton one, the big, you know, you'll see it's like a, a breaker, you know, type glass, tempered glass, and then I have this big uh, one, this big one that can make like eight cups of coffee. I forgot the brand. Oh. Though, but, but yeah, I do. Yeah, French and, press can only make like, what, two cups of coffee maybe? Yeah, but I have the I have this ginormous like sister. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I should. I wish I could show you. It. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but that, the French press and then the um, there's another one too. Um, not the Turkish one. It's a drip coffee. I can't remember the name. I haven't gotten into that though. <laughs> okay. Um. So as we get ready to close, I did have one last uh, question. Um, and maybe this will be very beneficial to our listeners as well. Uh, when it comes to books, like what are some of your um, maybe book recommendations or, or maybe some of your favorite books, but um, yeah, like what would you share to a customer? I mean, customers, listeners uh, out there, um, some good book recommendations. Yeah. A good book. I like Kevin McNick's books. Oh yes. right? mm, yeah. Believe it or not, you know, I think he's, you know, him personally, I think he's a con man, but which he really is. But, you know, his books are very good, you know, in breaking down the psychology of social engineering. I think that's very important for people to see the mindset of a phishing and the mindset overall of a social engineer, right, right, a hacker that uses that technique. He really breaks that down. You know, he has a strategy and a methodology and all that. I I think that's good for someone to understand that, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. outside of the cert books and all that, yeah, you know, I think um, Kevin Metnick's Art of Deception book is pretty good. 
Right. Yeah, rest rest in peace to him too. He, he was a great yeah, author. Um, have you have you seen have you read uh, Ghost on the Wire by any chance? I think it's called yeah, Ghost, Ghost on the Wire. On the wire. Yeah, Ghost that's the one. Yeah, I think it's Ghost in the Wire. Ghost in the yeah. Wire is the good one by me. Yeah, that's that's the one I own. I, I agree. He's a good author. He's a great author. Yeah, nice. and one thing good is I recommend everybody to get a Kindle Fire, right? And look for and look for these books in PDF form. There's a lot of websites out there, right? Get, get a Kindle Fire. Eight inch is good because you could take it anywhere, right? Eight to ten inch. I wouldn't get no right. more than ten. But, you know, and you could take that wherever you want, and it and you can have thousands of books on it, thousands yeah. of books, and it doesn't even blink, right? Thirty two gigs is like the minimum. Thirty two gigs is like you know, like uh, the con- Library of Congress, right? <laughs> so that's what I suggest for all the new techies, right? Yeah, I agree. You know, so do because you-, you, can't, you can't carry these books, you can't carry all these books to work, right? But to Kindle, you could bring that in a server room with you. You could bring that, you know, from the fifth floor to the third floor. You can always have that on you. That's how I learned. I you know, keep all that information on me just in case I have to reference it. Now, if you're, in a skiff, now if you're in a skiff, you're going to have to bring those physical books. You can't bring yeah, that's a, yeah. electronic. I was about to say that too. Um, do yeah, you prefer, true. do you prefer the technical books digital or how do you, cause I, I can't seem to, I'll read a technical book on the Kindle, but I usually use it for like nonfiction or, do you do that for all genres that you that you? Yeah, read? yeah, all books. Yeah, yeah. I, I transition. It was a little transition because you know we come from books, right? Paper, right? right? Yeah. There mm-hmm. was no tablets when I went to high school. Mm-hmm. There was no tablets or iPads or Kindles. There was none of that. Right. So you know we had plain books with a highlighter. Right. Yeah. Now today, another book. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Exactly. You had to bring three books because. You- and them tech, so like, you know, when, when I first got into tech, those tech books were so expensive. I used to go to Barnes and Nobles and just read them there. Read them. Yeah. I'll read them at the store. Yeah, absolutely. I, I did that too. I'm not going to front. Especially when yeah. you see the price. You see the price, you sit at their coffee shop and read like a third of it, you know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, I used to, oh that's, my that's, good. That's, that's cool that you did that too, man. <laughs> that's, a, that's a hack right there. That's a right. That is. Right that there. is. When you see a hundred and fifty dollar book, hold on, I'm gonna read about fifty dollars of this yeah. book. Right <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna camp out here today. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what I used oh. to do. No, this is good. Um, yeah. So as we get ready to close, uh, I guess Professor Roger, um, you know, thank you for for coming through, and um, you know, any any last words uh, for our listeners before we uh, close out. Yeah, so anyone getting into cyber, there are resources out there. Before you spend money, there are a lot of free resources out there. There's a lot of people like me out there that 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 are sharing their experience for free, right? Mm-hmm. Hook up with Dr. Joseph has a Discord study hall, which is excellent. I have a Discord called Professor Thanks. Roger Cyber Lounge, right? Join join our communities. Right, me and Dr. Joseph, our communities are kind of linked together, <laughs> kind of merged right, yeah. right together. Um, you know, do, join join our communities, right? So that way we could give you the resources and the skills you need without breaking your bank. 
right? Absolutely. So I have a coffee hour. We'll have a Discord work in progress. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah. Well, um, that's a wrap. Uh, thank you everyone uh, for tuning in to the Cyber Coffee Hour. And and as always, if you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe. And you know, follow us on all of our platforms. You can you can find the Cyber Coffee Hour on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. That's it. That's a wrap. Have a great one. Have a great day, everyone. And we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Thanks.